Hello, everyone, and welcome to B&B Chats Podcast. Gather around as Wafa and Sheshaf chat about their lives, careers, relationships, and so much more. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so I was just saying to Wafa, um, normally I'm supposed to introduce you, but I my job was taken, and now I am <laughs> jobless. So just welcome to B&B Chats. We're here. You heard the spiel. Same intro. Episode 11. Yeah, episode 11. Um, and this time, we once again have some incredible guests. So thank you guys for being here. We have Dave and Alba. Or more better known as Dr. Fira Alba Taulai mm. and Dr. David Legweek. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I joke. <laughs> Dr. David Armstrong. Both of them are... PhDs of chemistry and they are super smart and super amazing and both of them have been mentors in my life for pretty much the first day since I met them. So I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Okay. Hi everyone. Um please call me Alba. I haven't used my full name since God knows when. Um <laughs> thank you so much for having us today. It's really exciting to be a part of the podcast. I listen pretty much religiously. So I know Paul <laughs> Sheshav Clerky Boy. Yes. And uh, I'm very excited Cancel about that. all this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. I have no idea what Clerky Boy means, but I am fully prepared <laughs> to pile on. Someone doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> please don't worry. No, please don't. I'm, I'm glad. Um, we can't have Dave missing out on this, but it was as soon as Sheshav is going to like the fact that he's starting clerkship this September... Um, his official name is now Clerky Boy. Got it. Yeah. It was asked to be put on a cake, and then the cake person, the person who writes on it, just wrote Clerky. <laughs> and just forgot the boy. <laughs> well, because when I said, can you please write, congrats, Clerky Boy, the person was just so confused of what Clerky <laughs> meant. And he's like, how do you spell that? And I like spelled it out multiple times because whatever it was lost in communication and then when he gave me the cake from the other side of the counter just said congrats clerky and i was like i can't give this back for him to now write boy at the end i don't think anyone in our group has ever had their actual name properly placed on a cake when i got my phd cake it said dr uba which um we all know is actually what Bajan's mom called me and now has stuck no, there was the birthday cake that Sheshav made for you. That's true. Uh, that he couldn't yes. find icing for, so he wrote in chocolate syrup. And so he didn't have the precision to actually write properly, and so it didn't say happy birthday, it just said happy Elba. <laughs> I'm cutting corners, man. It's, it's cost by the letter. <laughs> I also just oh feel like God. maybe our intro of Dave and Elba made them sound like super official, which I feel like they are, but... They're also just really good friends that we've spent a lot of time with and mm -hmm. just incredible people outside of being super smart doctors. I will never oh, feel sure. like an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's a symptom of grad school. You'll always feel like a child. Every time somebody treats you like an adult, you're just confused. <laughs> Going into this professorship, really prepared to lead a thousand students at a time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about that. And also, uh, we're going to circle back to you too, Alba. So Dave, you're on the hot seat first. What are you up to nowadays? What are you doing? Who are you? Well, I have eight days of a postdoc left. And then July 1st, I'm starting as a 
professor teaching stream at U of T, which is kind of wild. And I still don't really know how I got here. (laughs) Incredible. Basically, I just got lucky and then kept getting lucky and (laughs) being in the right place at the right time. And now here I am. (laughs) No, he's being modest. He's he's an amazing teacher. Uh, If anyone is interested... Please go to Rate My Prof and look up David Armstrong. You will see some very real um, reviews of David Armstrong, especially... Um, actually, I won't spoil it. Just, just go look. <laughs> and leave a good one yourself. I, I don't think you can if you haven't taken the course. Actually, well, they don't verify. Who's going to verify? This is incriminating. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alba? Um, yeah, so technically, I actually had my convocation today, even though it was online. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. So I'm officially Dr. Uba today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, not the fake Dr. Uba of before. But since I finished my PhD and had my defense, I've been working as a laboratory director for this small company, which specializes in selling medical isotopes and working on medical research. So that's really exciting. It's a very different direction from what I did my research in. Um, my PhD was very theoretical. It was very fundamental. It didn't really apply to anything. It was mostly about finding tools that everybody else could use. And I thought that was really beautiful, and I really enjoyed every part of that. But I came out of it wanting to see my work be applied to something, as opposed to really just being in the trenches of chemistry. Right. For sure. Honestly, I, I remember a thing. So when Alba was, you were doing your defense, it was still in the middle of COVID. So you had to do it online. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and the the open part of it where you, where anyone is allowed to come in and, and see the thing. I was tuning in and my dad walked in and he just stayed for like five, 10 minutes looking. He's like, damn, this is what a defense looks like. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so just like I'm opening the curtain on what is a PhD and everything. So it was, it was, yeah, it was, my dad loved it. And he, he took a picture and sent it to everyone in the family in India. Aww. And he was like, look, I watched a defense. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's one of the positives of the COVID defense. Everyone could be there. You know, I have friends and family that are have moved away at this point, and they were able to attend because it was online. So I thought that was really nice. For sure. Okay, so before we go into the fun game uh, that we're going to be talking about today, which is kind of related to what I'm just about to say, uh, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how I met Alba and Dave. And it kind of sounds like a boring story, but it's just like, it's just very nostalgic for me to, to just think how it was so serendipitous. It was completely out of the blue. If I was in a different room or a different time, I might not even know these two. So in my second year of undergrad, um, Dave was my teaching, the, the TA, the teaching assistant for me for the practical component of one of the lab courses. And of all of the TAs I had had before, like they were all great, but Dave was just like super hands off, which allowed me to be work a lot faster and get out of there and go home and sleep. But then one day he was just like drawing some random like squares and boxes on the board and random. That's what happened, right? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah, I just walked up and my partner, what was his name? Maybe don't incriminate your partner. No, no, okay. No, he was he, he was just he was just doing the work, you know? He was doing the work. I was just loafing. I was going and just chatting Dave up. And then he's just like, Do do you wanna how do you do this? 
And I was like, I, I don't know. How do you do this? He's like, I don't know. He's like, do you want to come and join the lab? We'll figure it out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that sounds wow. about right. See, <laughs> there is a background to that. It was around the time that we were looking for undergraduate students, but we didn't want random undergraduate students to join our lab. We were such a small lab. We were very, very good friends. Um, so we thought, well, let's see who are the good students from our lab sections and see if we can entice them to join our lab. <laughs> so secretly, Dave was just laying down traps to see who would bite on those traps, be interested Ooh. in the work, and get along with us. And I remember we were like, we're going to build the perfect team. We're just going to find all of the best undergrads and we're going to recruit all of them. We pulled it off, too. <laughs> That's so true. Like, really, everyone in your lab had these personalities that just melded so well together. And so cool to see that that was just all a big master plan. <laughs> Shout out to Beesh, Jonathan, John, Olivia, Julia, Chuch. Chuch. <laughs> Can't forget Chuch. Can't forget Sid. Chuch. Oh, Sid, of course. See, oh, Sid? Speaking of Sid, the, the, the med school desk that you guys had so like perfectly laid out for anyone who was going to the join the lab, there was a med school desk. If you sat there for more than a few months, you were going to med school. Yeah, every <laughs> person that sat there. there, every single person that sat at that desk made it into med school. It was their ritual med school desk. At the beginning, we ask you where you want to go, and then we assign you the appropriate desk for your future. <laughs> All right, so there's there's actually another part to this story that I'm not sure if you know, Sheshav. Because you were sort of shadowing in the lab a little bit. You hadn't sort of officially joined the lab. And Alva was working in the glove box one day and had one of her random 80s playlists on, on our oh. phone. And you were standing next to her and you started singing along to this random 80s playlist. And when <laughs> Alva came out of the glove box, she walked around to my desk and she was like, he stays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the singing. Years of friendship. Because when Shayshav first joined our lab, first of all, we called him Shayshav, and oh, he right. did not oh, correct us for three months. Oh my gosh. Until one day he texts us all saying, now that we're all friends, my name is not Shayshav. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that conversation from my end. He's like, is it okay if I say it? Like, is it way too late? <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm changing my name now. <laughs> and he was he was so respectful. He was so nice. He was so shy. He didn't like speak up. He just quietly shadowed and tried to do the chemistry. And I was very worried. I was worried he didn't like us. <laughs> oh my God. We brought out the degenerate in everyone who joined. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That that those were that was a really fun summer. That was the best summer. We had so many people. I remember we had Church, who was an exchange student from Hong Kong. And when he came over, I remember the very first day I said, welcome to Canada. We're all getting in the car to go get burgers. <laughs> and uh, we put... Eight people in my car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, Dave's car is a four-seater car. Let, let me be clear. <laughs> You got off uh, the plane from Hong Kong, got piled into a car with seven other people, and we went and got burgers. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was a great and summer. He would say such random things like abracoon. Oh yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, I think one of the most rewarding parts of doing my PhD was getting to work with so many people, so many different people, and all of us 
becoming best friends. Honestly, I think every single person that we've worked with, we've stayed friends with and we still talk to almost every day. And I thought that was really amazing. I really enjoyed building that community. And that was probably the most rewarding part of being in a PhD program and just meeting all these amazing people. Yeah, I would say every single one of my close friends right now came out of grad school. Oh, wow. It's, grad school is good for something. Yeah. You should do it. <laughs> do grad school for friends if you don't have any. <laughs> hey, it also got us jobs. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> and, you know, I think for me, I really enjoyed the science. I really enjoyed research. Um, I honestly did my PhD purely out of the fact that I enjoyed doing the research. I enjoyed being in the lab. And I started as an undergrad in the lab I ended up doing my PhD in. And I remember really liking it because I was working with every element from the periodic table. I was working under air-free conditions. And that was like this big puzzle of how do you get the job done, but keep the air out. And that was a lot of fun. I didn't want to stop when I graduated from undergrad. So I locked in for a PhD. (laughs) I was like five more years. (laughs) I remember like the first time that I walked into your guys' lab, I looked at the glove box. What the heck? (laughs) Just like (laughs) little space astronaut thing. Yeah. Like how do you even describe a glove box to someone who has no idea what it looks like? I mean, it's it's literally a box Mm -hmm. and it's got two glove holes in it. Inside the box is just full of argon, so basically you get rid of all of the air, you put in this inert gas, and argon just reacts with nothing. Mm. It's just a gas, you fill it in. It's airtight, so like, there's no transfer between what you're breathing and what's inside the box. Yeah. And then you just like stick your hands through these like rubbery gloves, and then you pretty much have noodle hands. It's it's (laughs) like you embrace the box. Yeah, it's the only (laughs) hug you get during grad school. Aww. Oh my god. My favorite part was that we all used this glove box together. And so we oh, all had to come to terms with oh, the fact no. that some people definitely were a little bit sweaty. Oh, so we had no. to be friends. If we were not friends, it would not have been okay. <laughs> There's a lot of sweat talking to other sweat. Oh god. <laughs> There's a big old bottle of baby powder next to it. <laughs> Was there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Once everyone was done, you had to wipe it down and you need to pour some baby powder on. Yeah, we were COVID ready before COVID happened. (laughs) (laughs) We had to disinfect in between. Oh my God. Also, what would happen around the times when things were warming up and stuff is we would start playing volleyball. But then one really fun thing was lab ditch day, or I guess it's not been called lab ditch day for a little while. It's... (laughs) The story behind Lab Ditch Day is that everyone conveniently came up with an excuse to go to see the dentist. (laughs) Okay, hold on. There is a little more to this story. We had all planned to go to the cottage, and this is Dave's family's, like, best friend's cottage, and they said, hey, come on out for a day. But our group typically did not do regular group meetings. And out of nowhere, our professor decided to schedule group meetings. That we had not expected on that one day. He sniped us. So we were not going to cancel our cottage weekend. (laughs) And I just told everyone, come up with an excuse. And I did not coordinate it. And this was my mistake. (laughs) Because I was like, come up with an excuse as to why you can't be there. And we'll just cancel the meeting if enough of us aren't there. And that's what we did. And we didn't talk about it. And we actually met at the university at 9 a.m. anyway to go to the cottage 
And when we started asking everyone what excuse they use, it just so happened that conveniently, every single one of us was at the dentist that day. Oh my <laughs> god! Every single one of us. <laughs> Lab gets their teeth checked. <laughs> Did, did your professor, like, buy each person's individual excuse? Yep. Wow. Uh, so, f- as far as I know, Alba, I don't know if he said something to you. He just, he said nothing, so whether he believed us or not will remain a mystery forever. <laughs> but we did make it to the cottage, so... We did. Yeah. And not just that year, that um, cottage trip. How many times have we gone? This will be the sixth year. No. Fifth, fifth year. This will be the fifth. fifth. Yeah, this will be the fifth. We've gone four it's times. It's half a decade, you guys. That's crazy. Yeah. After second year. No, before. No, yeah. After second year. Yeah, second year summer for us. Yeah. Second year, third year, fourth year. Yeah. Fifth we even five snuck years. It in. We even snuck it in like between the two COVID waves when there was like 50 cases and we were like, oh my God, we're all going to get COVID. And then like a week later, it went up to like 1,000 or something. So we snuck in a cottage weekend in that one little window. Yeah. It's true. Hopefully they will continue because they're super, super, super fun trips. I think that might have been where we really got to know Wafa for the first time as well, because we always knew of Wafa. But we never really knew her until, I think, Cottage Weekend, because she would stop by every now and again. But, you know, you were also very shy at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) At least, like, before I really knew you guys at all, it was definitely, I didn't really know what to say. And this was, like, I didn't go to that school and had no idea what chemistry you were doing. So I couldn't participate (laughs) in those conversations. To be honest, I still don't. And I don't think I ever really got it. So Okay, wait, wait, wait. Tell me this. No. What is adamantane? What is adamantane? You got this. We we all counting on you. What is adamantane? Stop. It is the smallest what? Carbon something. Carbonoid? Is that what you mouthed? Ah, uh, close enough. Close enough. enough. What is it? There was a point when you knew the answer to this. I probably did. <laughs> no, no, it's just what is it? The answer is the smallest diamondoid. Oh, diamondoid. Mm-hmm. Oh, my That's mouth okay. reading was a bit off. <laughs> Shayshav tried mouthing the answer to me. <laughs> After tried. asking me the question, he tried telling me the answer. It's okay. That's we, that's we a good boyfriend right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like always kind of stumble through and tried to like tried to avoid those conversations, to be completely honest, because I knew I couldn't hold my own there. I was like, we can talk about literally anything else except that chemistry. Um, but yeah, those cottage trips, I think we really became super good friends. And That and Dutch Blitz. Yes. Oh my God, that happened there too. Oh, but Dutch Blitz didn't happen until... That was cottage weekend. That was the first time we brought it out. But it was like, but it was like the third cottage weekend. Yeah. 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 And with Olivia and Jake. mm -hmm. So if anyone hasn't played Dutch Dutch Blitz, sorry, it's a card game. Highly recommend. Some of my friends. Aggressive, no, violent solitaire. That's what we call it. Full contact solitaire. Full Full contact contact solitaire. solitaire. Yes. One of my friends showed it to me and kind of right away, I was like, I love this. I ordered it on Amazon right away and introduced it to like so many people. Alba didn't like one of your cousins buy it. Oh yeah. Like- <laughs> it made its way all the way through my extended family. Everyone I know plays this game now. Wafa should be their spokesperson. <laughs> oh my God. I, need, I need my own promo code. 
Um, but I feel like now I've actually seen other people playing it. Like some of my friends here in Kingston have the game. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible, first of all, um, that you know what this is. And if not, I would have introduced it to you. (laughs) The thing is, it's Wafa's trigger game. Like, (laughs) she is not the same person when she plays Dutch Blitz. You can't blame her or hold her responsible for what happens during this game. Uh, The competitiveness just comes out. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, when you first taught us the game, you had already, like, played it many times with other people, and you were good at it, right? Yeah. And you did not, like, it's not like you, oh, let's just, oh, haha, you take this win, haha, you won. (laughs) No, you just destroyed us. You just, like, slapped us in the face if we got in the way. You're just like, I win. (laughs) See, that you have to do that when you introduce people to this game, though, because the learning curve isn't that steep. And so eventually they'll be just as good as you. So you need to take advantage and win while you can. (laughs) I love it. It's a mental game. Yeah, honestly, when when you first introduced it to everyone in the lab, it was like you were the raid boss and everyone, no one was trying to beat each other. (laughs) They were trying to beat you. And as soon as someone beat you, the game got less fun. When Dave beat me. I think Dave was the one who beat me. And I I felt it. I went on a spree for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I felt it. I was like, oh. Like, my balloon just got popped, and now I'm worthless in this group. Just kidding. But that that game became, like, such a hit at not only the Cottage Weekends, I think that's where it was introduced, but we played it every single time we all, or at least that I was there. Yeah. And, yeah. like, you guys had a deck for the lab and everything, so. Anyway, so that is what Cottage Weekend is. So today's fun game event that we're going to be doing is the four of us we're all going to be um coming up with one word each uh related to uh the cottage like groom's cottage and the other three people are going to have 10 questions as a group to figure out what that item activity or phrase is um and i think the way we're going to do it i don't know how well we can do it here is whoever is going first is going to say their phrase into the mic and everyone else is going to close their ears so the audience can kind of at least know the answer so they're not just sitting there completely lost. Ooh, okay. Ready? So, uh, Wafa, I'm going to pass it off to you to start us off, okay? Please, everyone close your ears, and then Wafa, say your word. Close your eyes so you don't see her mouth it. Okay, so the word that I'm going to use is floaties. Like the ones that you take out into the lake. Okay, we have, we have uh, ten guesses between us, okay? Okay, shall we cycle? Yep, yep, yep. Start us off. So Dave, Dave's been going to this cottage since, I don't even know, like, forever? I think the first time I went, I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. Wow. I will also say, I, they're just yes and no questions. So yeah. I can only say yes or no. Okay, is it an activity? No. Is it an article of clothing? No. Is it uh, like a geographical location in the cottage? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, for three so far. Interesting, interesting. It's not a place. It's not a place. It's not an activity. Is it made of plastic? Yes. Okay. Ooh, Dave's got something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you are with this, so you can take my question if you want. Is it red? No. Is it related to the water? Yes. 
I see you. I see you. Hmm. Does it float? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Is it the canoe? No. It's the kayak. No, you have what? one question left. <laughs> you guys have one question left, and then you have to make a guess. Wait, it's one of the floaties. It's got to be one of the floaties. What was red? I said no to red. Oh. Is it inflatable? Yes. <laughs> What's your guess? Shit, it can be either the raft or the floaties, though. Oh. I, I'm going to go with the floaties. I think it's the floaties. Yeah. Yeah, it was the floaties. Hey, okay. <laughs> Good job. All the way to question 10. Yeah. So the reason I picked the floaties is because I, I Alba, you're the one I think that brought them. Um, and I just loved going into the lake and just being on that floaty or being on those floaties. And sometimes like when I'm really missing the warm weather in the middle of the winter, all I want is to be on a floaty in the middle of the lake. <laughs> like that's all I want. <laughs> so I think that holds a really special place in my heart. So yeah. Oh, floaty time was the best. It's the best investment we ever made. Yeah. We actually we bought those floaties last minute on the way to the cottage. <laughs> um because I demanded to have a floaty. And honestly, Wafa and I have had some deep talks just floating yeah. around in the water. It was a good time. 100%. Everyone else kinds of, kind of goes off and starts doing their own thing. And then most of the time, it's just Alba and I out in the water on the floaties. I loved them. Love them. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I can go next. Okay, go. Okay. Awesome. Ready? The tree. Hmm. I feel like we're going to have to repeat some early questions. Yeah. Hmm. I'm also trying to think of like what would stand out for Shaysha. That's the thing, right? Everyone has a different highlight reel of what happens at the cottage. Mm-hmm. You really have to step into Shaysha's shoes. I feel like he always got really into like maybe it's like a tr- the trophy or something. Ooh. I don't know. Mm. I, have I, don't another, know. Th- I have another thing in mind. Okay. Please don't just one, just get can it I go one first? question. Yeah, you, okay, you can go first, because I think I could potentially one-tap this one. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. The confidence. Is it food-related? No. Did you climb it? <laughs> oh, <God>. my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shaysha's climbing tree. <laughs> oh man, I thought you guys would think other things. <laughs> what God do you damn it, Dave. I have a picture of you climbing that tree for every year I've known you. It's like one of the mandatory parts of being at the cottage. The last day you climb the tree, we take the picture. <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought that would be a bit more of a struggle. (laughs) Well, this all started because you started rock climbing. Yeah. And then you were like, I bet I can climb this tree. Yeah. And everyone was like, bet. And I'm like, okay. And then I climbed the tree. And then it just became a thing. Every year I just climbed the tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We literally cannot leave without climbing the tree. Yeah. That and taking the group photo. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Which has um, to be a ledge picture. Yes, mm-hmm. which has to be a ledge picture. And I think we need to describe the ledge picture to people. Yeah, do it. The first time ledge picture happened was one of our lab meetings in that first summer. And everyone was like, okay, let's take a group picture of our lab because we haven't taken one. And I was like, okay, how are we going to do this? We're going to selfie? I was like, guys, I got this. So I took Alba's phone put it on some really like obscure ledge which it could totally have cracked and broken but she trusted you. me we put it on the ledge it was like kind of barely hanging on for dear life put on a 10 second timer and then creeped over to the group and then that was it every single picture of our group since then has been a ledge picture yeah people will come up and offer to take a picture of our group and we will refuse <laughs> because it has to be a ledge picture. Oh man, we've gotten so creative with them. They've gotten insane sometimes. I know at one conference, we used like the little like tacks that you use to put a poster up to make a ledge on what? a board and put our phone on it because oh it became a challenge of how ridiculous can the ledge be before somebody's phone just like bites the dust. <laughs> Or other people are like, what is going on? Let me take this picture for you. <laughs> like, no, stay away. We actually included the professors at the conference in this picture. <laughs> like, this was not an us thing. The professor that ended up being my external examiner for my PhD. And mine. And yours, actually, was in this picture. <laughs> because he was so confused as to what we were doing. And we just said, we'll show you. You're gonna love it. <laughs> oh, amazing. I will say the ledge picture does not stop with you guys for Shejav. He takes it everywhere. Oh yeah. Like with my it's friends here, um, we were we when restrictions opened up a little bit, we were having like a, we had a few friends and hanging out with them and we wanted to take a picture and we were easily gonna take a selfie. And Shreja out of nowhere is like, nope, we need a ledge picture. So everybody <laughs> knows about what a ledge picture is. <laughs> yep. The lab will live on forever. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that was kind of depresso because my guest thing. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> Dave could have one tapped me. That two questions was. Just that was, that first kindness. question was a gimme. Yeah, that was just out of <laughs> kindness. So it wouldn't be embarrassing. <laughs> but I'm embarrassed. <laughs> All right. One of you guys want to go next? Okay, bonfire. Okay, now we have to step into Dave's shoes. Okay. Oh, I think I know. Go. I trust you wholeheartedly. How do I ask this question? What are you thinking? What's the name of the little thingies you guys do in the sand that Dave taught you? The the (laughs) sand pits. Yeah, we'll just call them the sand pits or like the little dugouts. Okay. Is it an activity that you do in the lake to get buried deeper into the ground? <laughs> no. Oh, <It's> man. <laughs> After all of that. Damn the it. fake out. You guys. That's embarrassing. That, that thing is the most Dave thing in the world. He literally digs holes in the sand in the lake for unsuspecting people like myself <laughs> to step in and almost break their legs in. <laughs> They're like you make and them drown. really deep, like yeah. really deep. I've been practicing that since childhood. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I'm minding my business, walking along the lake, when all of a sudden I'm literally underwater in a hole. 
and I know exactly whose fault it is. <laughs> we should specify that normally it's waist deep water, and it oh, becomes yeah. oh, if that drowned I, I, water. I can start in water that's probably like just above the knee, and I'll be mid chest deep in the water because of the hole. <laughs> oh my! And Dave gosh. is over six feet. I should say. <laughs> yeah. So that's a lot. <laughs> no one should do that. I have very few skills. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, One of many. Okay. Sorry for eating up a question. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, is it an activity that you do on the sand? Yeah. Is it an annual competition? No. Mm, okay, okay. I was thinking that. That, by the way, the thing that we were thinking is horseshoe. Dave introduced all of us to horseshoe actually i don't know i'll buy a few new horseshoe before but no horseshoes is the game it's 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 a real thing we didn't make it up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but for those who don't know maybe it's like a stake in the ground and then you kind of throw horseshoe metal sh- horseshoes at it i imagine that sounds quite dangerous <laughs> that's that's the whole game the whole game you throw a metal horseshoe at a metal stick and hope that you hook the horseshoe on the stick and not hurt anyone <laughs> yeah okay my question is um does it involve fire yes does it involve making lunch or dinner no hmm. okay is it a food item no <gasps> So it's not like s'mores or anything either. Oh my god. You may have overstepped. <laughs> oh no. It's sand, it's not food, and it's fire. Is it making the fire? <laughs> Maybe. No way. <laughs> Wait, it's making the fire? <laughs> my word was bonfire. Oh. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yay! Yay! We did it. <laughs> Amazing. I love those bonfires, too. They're huge. It's a big fire. And we never bring the wood. We just find random driftwood. Mm-hmm. And it sustains. And then, it, like, stays. Yeah. And we cook We cook our food on it. Like, we there's we take, like, those, um, like, PC, cheap-looking wiener dogs, <laughs> hot dogs. We cut them up into, like, spiders so they're all frayed out. And we just burn them to a crisp and enjoy them. Yep. My favorite part of Cottage Weekend is all of us cooking on the fire and just the different levels of expertise that you will witness. (laughs) Because there's Dave, who's like got all the angles. And then there's me, who literally burns half and the other half is uncooked and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like the mean taste of it is delicious because half of it's burnt, half of it's undercooked. So it's just cooked. (laughs) I don't know if that's how cooking works, but... I mean, that's why I'm there with Alba, with my cooking skills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, I think it's uh, Alba, your turn. Round us out with that last word. Burgers. Okay, now we have to to think in Alba's shoes. Mm -hmm. This somehow feels like the most difficult one. I know. How long have we been dating? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think we mentioned that dave and alba are together right that's the thing <laughs> now people know <laughs> literally since we've known you guys so i guess yeah. it's just the status quo there was a time before that believe it or not <laughs> and considering how long we've been together dave still cannot put himself in my shoes 
Oh, that's not the point. That that doesn't help me pick one word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think Waffa and I we've gone first. So Dave, why don't you ask the first question? Hmm. Could it? Here's the idea that I'll throw out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hard to. Uh, what about like those heart shaped burger patties? Mm. I don't know. No, no. Look at her face. She's just completely like dead. <laughs> Red. We don't get anything. We don't yeah. get anything from her. You gotta ask the question. I oh, play no. by the rules. Okay, let's start with: Is it food? Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Is it lunch-related? Yes. The reason that that makes sense is for people listening, we have, like, the same lunch essentially every time we go. <laughs> Pretty much. Amazing lunch, but it's, like, a standard. Yeah, because, like, lunch rules out s'mores. It mm-hmm. rules out wiener dogs. Mm-hmm. And so it's true. usually the burgers. Spider yeah. weenies is always dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spider weenies is dinner. Usually, like, lunch has a salad, either shrimp or mango, mm-hmm. or bergs. There's bergs. Okay. Um, is this something that is done by Shejav? Yes. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we got him! We got him, coach! <laughs> Take it away, Dave. <laughs> is it heart-shaped burgers? It is heart-shaped Yay! burgers. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to fool Wafa into at least asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were about to get one tapped. <laughs> we're, we're too predictable. We've been together too long. <laughs> Tell the story behind that, Alba. Yeah. So, I don't even know where the burger story begins. It was definitely before Cottage Weekend because Dave started making burgers for us randomly whenever we were hanging out. Blue cheese-infused beef patties. Incredible. Mm. Yes, Sheshev was obsessed. Mm. (laughs) The best burger. Am still. And he was just so obsessed with how you would like stuff them with cheese, so he always wanted to help Dave make them. And at some point... He started making them in different shapes for different people so you could request a special (laughs) shape. And somehow it stuck that whenever we were at the cottage, we would all request special shapes of burgers from Sheshav. And he, the artist that he is, would spend his time forming little heart-shaped patties for whoever asked for them. And honestly, it was just there's so much love in that heart-shaped patty. (laughs) It's, just, it's true friendship right there. Aww. They did not cook well the first year, but then we got better at it. They were just too thick in the middle, and it was just like raw meat in the middle, and that was questionable. <laughs> but then we got better. We trusted you either way. I'll give you the chickenella. <laughs> what? They weren't chicken patties. No, it's salmonella for the chicken, so chickenella for the beef. I don't know. It's a bad joke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like the most dad joke I've ever heard. (laughs) No one even got it, so. I'm sorry. (laughs) So that's all four of us. We got guest. Yeah. So as you can tell, probably, we really enjoy the cottage and we have a (laughs) lot of like really fun memories from them. I've got to say, though, because we did talk about Dutch Blitz, and this was my second one, but I thought because we talked about Dutch Blitz, I couldn't use it. Very fair. But 
playing Dutch Blitz with Wafa at the cottage <laughs> is the best experience because she just starts yelling at Shasha. <laughs> I distinctly remember one time. I'm not sure if this was at the cottage. I don't think it was. I think it was just some random time you visited the university. Mm. But Shasha was getting really worked up in this Dutch Blitz game. He was like slamming cards down. <laughs> and Wafa just pauses mid-game and is like, you want to chill out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was on a streak. God. Oh my god! I was crushing it, I and mean, she just destroyed me. I probably say that as someone who has had been yelling and been super worked up the whole time. I can't. That game, it it just it ignites something in me. <laughs> like I get really competitive with games overall, but Dutch Blitz, I just feel like is a whole different level. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember the one time I hit, so to win Dutch Blitz when we're playing it, we played to 100 points. I remember one time I hit 98 points. Oh, oh my gosh. 98, and then out of nowhere, Shayshab comes in the with the most, <laughs> the most epic comeback. I start losing points and losing points and losing points. Next thing I know, I have 20 points. Shayshab is winning. <laughs> <laughs> that game. I can't believe it hasn't like broken this friendship yet, but... <laughs> We just stop playing it. <laughs> That's yeah. how we maintain. However, highly recommend for anyone who is listening. Very good game. But yeah, I think that probably rounds out this episode. And I just want to thank Dave and Alba again for coming. Like, it was so fun to have you guys. And thank you for having us. Reminisce about the cottage. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. This was so much fun. So, Shejov. Do you mm-hmm. have a dream for us? Yeah, I guess we're on to the dream. dream. Oh my god, this is a very short dream. And this is only, again, one of those things that happened recently because... So, I have joined a new lab, trying to make new friends. No one will be replaced. <laughs> but actually, funny enough, there is an Alba in this new lab. And she's How a very nice you? person. Oh. <laughs> I just had to go from one Alba to the other, you know? <laughs> I, I looked at the director and was like, find all labs with Albas in them. <laughs> Anyways, so in this lab, um, I am tasked at this point to build a pressure sensor. And as part of this whole thing, I have to, like, I, I reached out to all my friends who know engineering and Brittany, who also knew engineering, but she's not an engineer, but she's helpful. Um, and been talking engineering to them for like the past three days and so now my dreams have just been it feels like i'm in like one of those tron bikes inside the wires and i'm just zooming around like my whole dream is just being like and just following the pads of the wires (laughs) as i'm being pressure sensory so that's that's my entire dream it's just me zooming around on a bike you are encapsulated within the pressure sensor i think i'm one of the electrons ah or as the uh uh, engineers call it one of the protons that zooms around in a while. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, for Sorry. everyone that doesn't know this, um, chemists think electrons move around. Physicists don't think that, and they are wrong. Yep. Oh, love yep. this. Anyways, but that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Wonderful. But yeah, so thank you everyone for listening, and see you in a few weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.